Oh my goodness, I'm starting this without an outline, so bear with me. I just felt like I kind of had stuff to say. The past few episodes on this podcast have been very, really serious and, and kind of deep, so I wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted and um, give you a little bit more practical advice as opposed to going down those deep-rooted emotional things. Um, I wanted to give you three tips to really get your diet correct after postpartum. And the number one way I managed to do this was through freezer meals. Um, I used the freezer, the family freezer. Um, it's just a blog that she's got an amazing set of resources. I paid for the membership. It was like a hundred bucks. I think now she has a VIP one where she puts like videos all together for you. But, um, and you can go with her and like make like six or seven meals at a time you don't have to worry about it. And the nice part about this idea is that you just literally put them in the crock pot. I bought crock pot liners. You can buy reusable ones if you don't want to have plastic in your meals. But I bought crock pot liners and I put my meals in a crock pot and that made it so that I could actually have vegetables and and a full heavy protein meals so that I could manage the difficult times that were ahead. And the nice part about that was that I didn't have to really do a lot of side dishes with that. A lot of times the things that I prepared were soups. So I could make a little bit of garlic bread or I could have some tortilla chips with my tortilla soup or there was a, one of my favorite meals was a chicken uh, chicken chili that you cooked cornbread over the top and oh my gosh, does it make the house smell amazing? And that reminds me, I have some in my freezer and I need to go make that right now. But <laughs> I'm getting hungry, it's 11.30. And so I... Uh, I made sure that when I was in my third trimester, I really did try to get all of the meals prepped. If you do them through a, a freezer bag, you can put them in the freezer for three months. And it makes it so that literally all I had to do was the night before I had to take something out of the freezer, put it into the fridge so that it would defrost overnight, and then put it in the crock pot in the morning. And if I'm really being honest... Sometimes I didn't get the whole defrosting done because I was too busy worrying about breast milk and a whole bunch of other things. So sometimes I just put them in the microwave for a couple minutes, let it defrost so I could get the plastic bag off, and then cooked it a little bit longer. So that was an amazing resource. The other thing that was an amazing resource was that I was given a couple weeks of Hungry Root. And um, I can give you, I'm going to put in this description code, I think, for how uh, to get some of their meals. What I really loved about this was that they were organic, whole foods, but it was all in really conveniently packaged. There's a lot of plastic, there's a lot of waste, so I'll give you that, like, if that's something you want to avoid. But what was nice about it was that it took me 10 minutes to cook a meal, and I knew I was getting all the nutrients I needed in a time where nutrients were literally being sucked out of me, and I was in healing, and I remember my husband and I, during that time that we were able to have Hungry Root, I think it was like four weeks that we really did all of our meals through them, it was, I felt better. I felt more rejuvenized, I felt more rejuvenated, I'm making up words here, guys, and it made it so that I could actually manage my time and take care of my child instead of worrying about what was for dinner. The other thing I want to make sure that you guys have available to you is knowing what your favorite go-to drink is and having that available for you. Now, no judgments on what that is, but having it available. So for me, I was like postpartum, I was craving iced tea and I was craving a particular type of iced tea. I 
when I lived in Arizona, I went to Dutch Bros all the time. Um, I would get an iced tea with peach, pomegranate, and lime. And yes, come at me with all the sugar shaming and whatnot, but like, oh my gosh, it's so stinking good. And I was craving it. And the Dutch Bro, that's, uh, there's Dutch Bros in Seattle area. They're mainly in the southern part, and then there's like one that's, but they were like a drive. It's a huge drive for me. And there was no way I was putting my son in the car for that long. So I got myself Tarani waters, or Tarani, what am I saying? Uh, sugar um, flavors, and I made iced tea every day. So I would, I would make iced tea in the morning, and then throughout the day, I would have some iced tea at, at different times of the day. I'd use a different variety of teas, and it, towards the end of the day, I'd, I'd make decaf. But it saved me money in the long run because I didn't go out and buy other things. I wasn't drinking soda. I wasn't drinking a lot of coffee. Like, I didn't really want coffee during postpartum. It wasn't as enticing. I don't know. I wanted a little bit, like my one cup, and that was it. And then I also want to say that it was really, really important for me to have easy snacks available to me in all places in my house, which meant that it had to be shelf-stable. So I got a lot of protein bars and a lot of things that I could easily just fit next to me on my little breastfeeding rack, which was like a cart I carried with me, um next to me that had all my diapers, all my pump supplies, all my, anything I needed was right there. And I could roll it around the house all the time. And so that was really important. And then having really good high protein, high fiber snacks that would help with my digestion. I had a C-section, so healing and making sure that my bowels were functioning correctly afterwards was really important. So my doula actually made me these protein balls that were made out of a different kinds of seeds, so flax seeds, chia seeds, and, and she had, I think there was, I want to say, I don't think there was peanut butter. There might have been sunflower, and then, um, I don't know, she didn't give me the recipe. But it was so stinking good, like so good, and so filling, and I didn't have to worry about being malnourished or being underfed and it was super easy for me to go to the fridge and just grab a, like a, a ball and eat you know and that sometimes two or three of them was my lunch that was just what I ate during the day so it's things like this making sure that while you're pregnant you're creating these strategies that are going to help you be in a convenient spot after after pregnancy so that you actually stick with your healthcare needs. You're gonna be hungry, but you're also not gonna be focused on you. You're gonna be focused on what is next in the routine and why are you crying? Why the heck are you crying? Stop crying! And then also, you're asleep and I'm stuck and I have to pee really bad. And oh my gosh, I'm thirsty, but I'm stuck. And if I move, he wakes up. But also, I really don't think I can stay still for another hour. But anyway, that kind of narrows down food and resources. So one of the, just one of the ways I would say this in a very simple way was make sure that you set yourself up for a strategy of being successful. And that means putting your physical health first and then also knowing that you can't always be there for, for everything that you need. Remember, we're adjusting, we're readjusting our re expectations in postpartum, especially for those first six to eight weeks. 
Because after that, you're going to start to get your mojo. You're going to get your groove. Your child's still going to be changing so much every single day. But you're going to get your groove and you're going to get on, on the road. But when you're in that like freak out mode, mode and that survival mode, because that's what it is during those first six weeks, make sure that the before that, even if you are in the most uncomfortable position right now and you are in absolute agony, I'm right there with you, girl. I was there. I was in so much pain. I, so much pain those last couple weeks of pregnancy. And I just wanted him out. And I was telling the world, yo, I could never have a child again. I could never do this again. Y'all are crazy. This is not going to be worth it. I've been there. I was there. But I still made sure that even though I was in overwhelm, even though I was tired, I was in med school full time. I was busy. I still made sure that I set apart time and did some meals and planned to have freezer meals available to me so that I could actually get through postpartum and not be stressed out. They don't have to be. Oh, I can. I just like podcasting. I guess it's just like, okay, we're going to podcast. You're going to yawn a million and a half times. But I digress. The... <laughs> The point of the freezer meals is not to have some sort of complicated recipe. It's so that you can have protein, some flavor, whatever is in your cabinet, um, some fiber, so beans or um, vegetables. And yes, you don't have to cook the, cut the vegetables. You can buy frozen pre-cut vegetables. There were times I would buy like, I still do this. I don't like cutting onions because I don't like crying. I love crying. I don't know. Okay, that was a weird phrase. Anyway, that needed more context. I'll probably explain later. But anyway, um, <laughs> onions are not my favorite chore to, to cut. So sometimes I just buy the frozen pre-cut. And yes, it's way more expensive, but it's also just a dollar. So I like let it go. And especially during postpartum, it's like, seriously, just get it pre-cut, you know, and, and buy frozen vegetables. They're actually fresher, so just buy them, like, cheaper and fresher, so just do it. And, because I said so. Yeah. <laughs> and then make sure that you're not stressing yourself out too much about this. This is not intended to be like, I have to get all these things done, and if I don't get them done before the baby gets here, then I'll get done. No, that's not true. I'm saying that we plan for chaos. Oops, I'm hitting things. We plan for chaos. We plan so that the chaos can be overcome. We plan so that the chaos is not overwhelming. We plan so that we do not have issues with um, problems moving forward. So make sure that you do this. I feel like it is going to help you immensely, especially in terms of mental health. If you prepare yourself physically, it'll help you mentally. Now, if you are struggling to get there, if your mental health is to a point where you feel like you absolutely cannot do any of these things that would be involve you taking care of yourself, um, talk to someone about it. Because right now, your emotions right now, the hormones in your body should be driving you. Oh, I hate that word, should. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, the hormones in your body technically a lot of times will drive you towards taking care of any like last minute to-do lists um, and drive you to that nesting idea of getting ready for the baby. So these are things that you should be doing 
and again, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be, like, I'm, ooh, should have wrote notes, oh, should, oh, goodness, okay, anyway, hope you find that funny and not weird, anyway, the, <laughs> I might have to have bloopers on this episode, because that, this has been a, yeah, okay, when you're looking at this, this is, this is not a, you should do something. This is not looking down upon you if you have not done this. This is not a place for shame to reside. This is not a place where you can feel bad about how much you have not gotten done. But this is an idea of if you have space and you have the mental capacity to help care for future self and who you are, who you are going to be as a mom, and through that, your child, then these are actions you can definitely take to support yourself holistically and make sure that you're getting the foods and nutrients that you want. So as a reminder is that the blog that I love to use, and she actually does have a a specific one that's pre-baby meal list, which has all of the ingredients listed out. So you literally just go to the grocery store or even plop it into the online ordering and pick it up from Kroger. And it's super easy. It takes like an hour to put everything together. And then you don't have to worry about any food. It's like you literally, if you forget to take it out and put it in the crock pot at noon, guess what? You can defrost it a little, put some water in it, and put it in the Instapot. <laughs> it's ready in a half hour. So these are awesome ideas, and I really loved that ability to prepare for my postpartum experience, have dinner ready for my husband, have dinner ready for me, since a lot of times my husband wasn't home with his work schedule. So I felt like this was an amazing resource for me. So I'll make sure to put that into the show notes. And then on top of that, um, uh, words, uh, the <laughs> hungry root is also the other option. And it's about 140 a week for two people, which is an insane amount of money for groceries for two people. And I totally get that. So we only did it for a couple of weeks. Um, and it was because it was just the convenience was so great to us that it gave us the freedom to not have to worry about our nutrition. It gave us the freedom to not have to worry about me having to go to the grocery store. I only had to go to the grocery store to pick up creamer for my coffee since the creamer and the coffee that they have available on Hungry was not that great. So I just, that that's what we did is we went to go to our local, our local grocery store to get our favorite kind of brand of creamer. And then, um that was it. That was all I had to do. So this is, that's just something I would definitely recommend. And if it's something that you really want, put it on your, um, registry, like put it online, have other people pay for it. Like, it'll be great. A wonderful opportunity. Send them the link. Be like, buy this for me, please. It's a gift. I really need support. And I would like that. And then don't forget to put diapers on your registry too. It's like a side note, extra double tip. Um, you can return them if they're not the right size or if your baby grows too fast or whatever, but the more diapers, the merrier you will be because they are expensive and also not, not fun to go by. I don't know why I said that last phrase, but anyway, hope this was a goofy, short, a little bit more lightheaded podcast to help you get through the last trimester and hopefully prepare you for postpartum. If you're on postpartum right now, then do this anyway, because this is an amazing resource to be able to work through what you are going through right now because no matter what you're always going to have to prepare dinner unfortunately it never ends in fact they start eating real food pretty soon and that's a whole nother gamut anyway have a wonderful day guys <laughs>